If you've ever taken part in a parade, you understand what an odd experience it is. Not that parades are not great and fun for everyone, but let's be honest, seeing someone drive by you at five miles an hour about 20 feet away, waving oddly, would be even stranger if it wasn't for 80 or so other parade entries doing the same thing. I've been in parades and shot thousands of photos of them for the newspaper, plus my history with them goes way back. In the late 50s and early 60s, White Center was in the process of rebuilding itself. My dad, Jerry Robinson, played a central role in that process as editor-publisher of the White Center News, helping rally the community in 1964 to build the float for the Torchlight Parade. White Center won the best float. It marked a genuine high point for White Center to see our small community get recognition for being the best in the region. Maybe it was that pride that my father felt in that achievement, but his urge to build floats was powerful. He loved to build things in the garage anyway, so the next step was just a matter of inspiration. That would come in the form of a whale. <clears throat> Actually, a killer whale, or what we now call an orca, named Namu. These were the days before everyone was really conscious of animal welfare and would never happen today, but a man named Ted Griffin in 1965 bought an orca for $6,000 that had become entangled in some fishing nets near Namu, British Columbia. He arranged to have a floating pen built and then spent the next 10 days or so bringing the orca the 450 miles south to the Seattle waterfront. As the very first killer whale in captivity, it was a media sensation, with tens of thousands mobbing the scene where he was kept. In hindsight, rather obviously, it was cruel and wrong. But in those days, and the many that followed in marine parks in Florida and California, that event would come to serve as instructional for those hoping to end the imprisonment of these magnificent creatures. But back to the parade. My dad was always interested in promoting the paper, and he recruited me and my younger brother Scott to help him do it. Somewhere he found a refrigerator box, and he had a jigsaw, and some plywood, and paint. And voila! He had an odd, tiny tugboat on casters, and a cut-out half of an orca to tow behind it. If you could not guess, I was the engine inside the box on a very hot summer day. We transported the pieces to the parade route and then began the trudge. The box was not big enough to permit a full stride, so for the full three-quarters of a mile to the parade route, I basically scuffed my ankles about every two seconds as I baby-stepped, leaving a trail of sweat in my tiny tug's wake. People loved it. You'd think I would learn from that. But no. The next year, the inspiration was the supersonic transport that Boeing was in competition to build at that time. My dad's idea was to build one, too. Seriously. Only smaller. But not by much. Roughly 30 feet long. So we built the frame out of plywood and two-by-twos, and clearly, since it would never fly, the weight didn't matter. At least not to him. I was enthusiastic about it myself, but then I'm not that bright. The skin of the SST was made from very thin, used aluminum uh, newspaper printing plates. By themselves, they don't weigh much, but you put 75 or 90 of them together and you have a heavyweight torture device. I know this because once more I was the engine inside. Obviously, neighbor kid Pat Moss was going to be inside the SST pushing with me, 
but he never showed up. And the parade must go on. So it was up to me. My younger brother, Scott, was the pilot, actually steering. Again, it was about 85 degrees, which inside the SSC translated to about 140 degrees. It started out okay, then I quickly became disoriented. It was dark, hot, and weird. Random cheers, horns honking, their voices saying, You can see his feet! From time to time, I would hear my brother scream, Stop! Since the drill team we were following was pausing to perform, I figured I'd been pushing for about 12 years when the two cheeseburgers came skidding in like hockey pucks. I was only able to catch one of them. The other one was crushed by the SST. I think I probably lost 15 pounds and aged four years that day. But at least I did my part for the aerospace industry. And my dad.